Welcome to Film Junkie Live on your Monday, your end of Monday. It's end of Monday, so that's always good. Your end of Monday, uh, what is it, October 10th. That's right, we're getting to the spooky season. How's everybody doing? Make sure you guys smash that like thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Do all that. Do all that. Subscribe. You got all the sock meds around me, the Patreon and all that stuff. Doing everything right there. How's everybody doing today, huh? All right, who's out there? Uh, let's see, celebrating things. Oh, yeah, happy Thanksgiving to the people above. The people above. The nice folks over, uh, you know, in Canada. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, hopefully you're having a good one. I guess, you you know, same foods as we do for Thanksgiving, I guess, you know, for sure. So, what's going on, Ryan? Uh, good to see you. We got Mama Film Junkie here. How's it going, Mom? Love ya. See you soon. We got Eric Patterson right there. What's going on? We got Music Man Zagetta. Yeah, here I am. Here you are. We got Mr. Eric right here. It does matter what the fans think. It, you know, I think it does, according to the Dwayne The Rock Johnson, for sure. Stephanie T, it's going pretty good. Hopefully, you guys had a good weekend. Hopefully, you had a good weekend. JD McRae, Dave, a week. And yeah, I know. Finally, I know. We're getting close. We're getting close. We got Miss Steph right here, Nighthawk. She has no sound. Ugh. Well, that sucks. I wonder why. It's interesting. But um, still, think, thank you for commenting, Steph. Appreciate that. Selena Kyle is here. What is happening? We've got Madi right here. Cool. Uh, we got Nicotina right there. Do what he says. Smash that like, thumbs up. we got Tony Movie Chappy D9, Neil Blomkamp fan. What is happening? Hello, Charlie. What are you doing? Full frontal. Still starting on the hashtag. You got to love it. Ah, let's see. Yeah, we got everybody. Hey, we got Jose right here. Happy, yeah. Bow down to the rock and worship him. He's the GOAT. That's right. And uh, looks like your Dodgers are going to be pay- playing the Padres. going to be an interesting series. Who do I root for? Do I root for the Padres out of spite? I don't know. No, nah, I probably won't because my mom and my dad are Dodgers fans, so I'll root for the Dodgers, I guess. I guess. I was hoping the Mets were going to make it in there because one of my good buddies is a Mets fan, and I was hoping he was uh, his team was going to get in there. But what can he do? What can he do? Ah, we got Tet right here. Good to see ya. Patrick right. Oh, yeah, Supernatural prequel. Yeah, I saw that, you know. Tom Welling was going to be doing that. We got Joshua Hamilton in my best uh, Hitchcock impression. Good evening. Good evening. It's Thanksgiving in Canada, apparently. I remember uh, that we were talking about that at uh, the Vodka stream. So we got Christopher right here. New Clips of Black Adam has been released today. Yes. Uh, when it comes to that, I don't trust Warner Brothers. So I am going to do videos about them. I'm going to react to them a little bit because, you know, I've been seeing them. I'm going to post them on my Patreon. So if you want to be part of the Patreon and see those, I'm going to just do that because Patreon's safe. YouTube not safe. Uh, you know, there's still I still have some things when it comes to Black Adam footage where I'm still fighting some copyright stuff. So it was Pittsburgh visit. Oh, you were in. Oh, okay, cool. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Working out. Oh, you're working out. So uh, Ben's getting sweaty right now and huffing and puffing as I'm talking. So good on you. NESU, good to see you. All right, we got Mr. Powell right here. You got the day off. Good on you. Good for you. Always, you know. I kind of had the day off, you know, kind of, you know, I did not really, but it was just, you know, starting new things. 
just the way it is. We got Nikki right here, Captain Gator Girl. Always good to see you. Thank you for joining. We got Rosemary right here, Swami, and everything. Moderator, yeah. That's something uh, that was kind of needed right there uh, with something that happened over the weekend, that's for sure. But anyways, guys, thank you for joining in. Uh, of course, yeah, I don't have wine, but hey, check out my new glass. I got a new drinking glass, guys. It's Gotham City. It's the Batman. Look at that. Beautiful. I had to show that off because, yes, over the weekend I did take the Warner Brothers studio tour. And I, of course, had to get some, had to get some things for me. And I saw this drinking glass and I said, nah, I got to have that. So, uh, of course, I'm going to be talking about my Warner Brothers tour experience, which was a lot of fun and highly recommended. So, cheers, guys. Happy end of Monday. Ah, tastes like vengeance. Tastes like vengeance. So we'll talk about that. But anyways, uh, I mean, before we get fully started here, I think I probably should kind of chime in on some of the drama that happened over the weekend. And uh, that happened particularly on Saturday when I was heading to Burbank. <laughs> If you guys were wondering why I didn't take part on it, which, well, I don't think it would have made a difference anyways, because... I don't think it really, I don't know if there was any resolution that happened there. Maybe a little bit, I don't know. But um, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people were uh, talking about it, you know, the scooper drama, I guess you could say, uh, that started right as I was about to get ready. So obviously, you guys, if anybody was tuning into that Twitter space, it went on for almost five hours. I think it was four hours, 45 minutes. I probably caught maybe an hour of it. I don't know. And I didn't go back because I was like, eh. But, uh, yeah, if you guys are wondering, yeah, I was there and then not there, then there, then not there, you know, and then I, I was driving. I was driving out to Burbank, and I wasn't going to just start, yay, as I'm driving, going, hey, everybody, here I am, so here's my issue. You know, I wasn't going to do that, but, yeah, so basically... <laughs> Uh, if anybody did not know, yeah, there was a Twitter space that had to do with like the scooper drama, you know, that we've kind of, you know, I've talked about, we've talked about and everything like that when it comes to, uh, well, when it comes to certain um, scoopers, um, of course, Sill and Mikey Sutton. That's what happened. And uh, uh, right off the bat, you know, obviously when it, when it came to all that, there's some people, some people that are in the chat that were also involved and uh, some people that, you know, that I'm friends with, mutuals with, you know, that were all uh, involved when it, when it came to all that. And um of course, my name came up in some of the conversation. Uh, the stuff that I heard was interesting. I heard some freaking meltdowns. That's for damn sure. Holy shit. There were some meltdowns that I heard. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of glad I'm not involved in this because I'm like, you know, some of the people, I'm like hearing some of the, the people involved and I'm like, I don't know. Jeez, huh. you know, so it was pretty insane when it came to that. But I will give credit to Sill for actually walking into a lion's den, literally walking into joining a space that that has people just has a problem with them. So respect to actually walking in there and trying to, you know, defend uh, yourself. So I will say that because I was like, wow, I'm, I'm actually surprised that. It was funny, too, because when I left, I was listening to it on my I was listening to it on my way uh, over the hill there. And then, of course, it cut out, which because bad service. And then when we got on the freeway heading out to Burbank, put it on again. And I was like, wow, it's still in there, still doing it, still going on. And then, of course, I heard some just like craziness that was happening in there. It was pretty, pretty damn interesting. So 
Um, but yeah, it was like uh, in that kind of um, in that kind of platform, it's kind of hard to do moderation. I mean, really, you have if you're gonna do something like that, I think that it'd be better like on a YouTube platform or something else and have a good moderator, a good moderation. I mean, people involved, you know, Saggy was involved and uh, uh, some other people are uh, RJ. Uh, try to do your best, but it's really hard in that. I think it's hard in that uh, particular space, but. Yeah, when it comes to all that, I don't know if like any kind of resolutions came out that because I know it was like the biggest thing was the be- the fact that uh, he was pushing back against uh, the the RT Ayer cut Twitter handle that is very much in contact with David Ayer, and that was like the biggest thing. And it was like, yeah, and even I'm just kind of like, what the hell? So, but when it, when it comes to me, when it comes to me and my whole thing, when it comes to Sill, Mikey Sutton, stuff like that, you guys know that something you know when I hear stuff that comes out from them, I qu- I question. It. I back up and go. I, I, I don't. I, I don't know about that, you know. And I do do that. But um, what was funny is one of the things I heard actually. I was actually listening while it happened. Was uh, when my name got brought up. Um, I think he said something about me coming at him first, and I was like, "Huh, that's interesting," because I don't think that was the case because. Backstory, the first time I've ever, like, ever had any kind of uh, something, any kind of interaction with Sill was, uh, it was actually a while ago. This is when uh, Lightcast and the Culture Nerd were still in the picture, and he was very much in that group under their wings, which kind of makes you go, huh, maybe he learned something or two, possibly. And we were doing a vodka stream, and he was in the chat. He showed up in the chat and was riling up the chat. Maybe some of you remember, you know, who have been around that long, riling up the chat and talking against things that were being said, particularly because Garza was on there. I had to stop the discussion and call him out and tell him to stop. If you want to go back to that, I don't even know which one it was. I had to tell him to stop. Now, he apologized, which good on him. Always good to do that. He did apologize, so respect right there. But yeah, that was my first interaction when it came to that. So I'm guessing when it says the hate that was thrown that way was probably when I started making like, okay, the word imminent. The word imminent, you guys know I hate that word because it's just like so general. It's like the sleazy scooping word like, yeah, yeah it's, it's imminent. It's imminent. So then when it actually happens, you go, hey, I called it, right? I said it was imminent. So I was right. And I'm like, no, that's just not how this stuff could work. I think one of my questions would have been um, like, OK, if we're talking about hate being thrown back and forth, I know I, apparently he's called me a court jester or something like that. I don't give a shit. You know, sometimes I mean, maybe I'll put a court, court jester hat on and start dancing. That's what I do. I dance for you guys. I don't care. I try to make it entertaining, whatever. But um I think one of the, uh, the things that uh, I would ask is be like, okay, so why, why do you have three hour plus streams where you invite on sociopaths? Well, I don't know. Yeah, people that just uh, really don't like me and bringing up old beefs and then talk shit nonstop and talk shit about the TPZ guys, Chris Wong Swenson, about anybody, all of us, anybody who's had a closer connection with Zach, why do you invite that on your platform? That's what I would have asked if I partook in the in the discussion that happened. I'm like, okay, you want to talk about hate being thrown one way, and then you have literal moderators throwing hate my way too because I had Zach on a couple few weeks ago and didn't ask the right questions. That's probably what I would have asked when it came to all that i'm kind of wondering like why would you actually invite that if we're trying to be peaceful why would you invite that 
because you know when you have like a three hour plus bitch session of like not of people that just that, that are in connection that have a close relationship with Zack Snyder why are you going to invite that on the platform and have that on the platform? It just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense because all it sounds like is just a fucking a bitch fest, a jealousy fest. You're projecting jealousy that way because some people did that. And they keep on talking about access, access, access. It's like, what do you want me to do? Sorry that I built up a relationship with one of my all-time favorite directors. I, uh, I, should I apologize for that? No, I should not. So... It was always like, it was like a weird thing. That was a very weird thing. Very strange. Just very strange. And I'm never going to apologize for that. I'm never going to apologize for that. But then at the same time, when you're doing these scoops, you're going to get pushback for people who are more in the know. I'm going to trust, like when it came to the whole Justice League 2 and 3 scoop thing, the whole social experiment, which is still being talked about. And uh, when, I, when I, I've actually personally asked Zach about that last year, he said no, and then this year, of course, I haven't. There's been no conversation with that. But then you got the TPZ guys who recently hung out with Zach, who are calling bullshit, saying it's a lie. I'm going to trust that, just like I'm going to trust the fact that RT Ayer cut is in close contact with David Ayer, and he's there. He is feeding them the information, so I'm going to trust that. But then, of course, they all of a sudden it's called gate gatekeeping, which makes no sense. Gatekeeping is not that. It's just like, no, it's like, if I know that it's wrong, I'm going to say that it's wrong. That is not right. That is not gatekeeping. Stop that. That's what I would say. That's what I would have said if I was, if I partook in that. Anyways, so there you go, guys. I don't know if anything's, anything's going to get better when it comes to all this. Who knows? You know, I try to stay out of it as much as possible. I don't really try to like, you know, obviously anytime I refer to them or just anybody who's in the scooping game, I call them the scoopsy daisies now. That's just like my name for it. I'm not trying to be like, I'm not making like, you know, three hour long streams in the vodka stream bitching about them. We don't do that. The vodka stream is just a relaxed, cool. We're talking about the stuff that we like. It's positive. That's what, you know, that's what I like about that. We shouldn't do that. So let's just, uh, let's just be cool. Just be cool, all right? So we'll see what happens. But I mean, again, you know, scoop sounds a little different. You're going to get pushback. Again, it's a slimy game. And uh, if you can't handle it, get out of the game. Get out of the game. It really is like, you know, and I get it. Some of these other scoopers, too, they, you know, I, you know, talking with my buddy who's in the business, I mean, there are some scoopers that will, you know, the studios will use scoopers to get information out there just to push narratives too by the way and that's how they you know sometimes get some of this information it's like it's pretty interesting but if you're trying to build up to that i don't know if you actually want to do that it's just a it's a slimy game all right so now that we got that out of the way hopefully i didn't talk about that too long <sighs> but yeah let's just uh let's go forward let's be positive david ayer needs us okay he needs us put all the petty shit behind us okay so, air cut. That's what we should uh, concentrate on. All right. So here we go. Let's go ahead and uh, let's get to it. Let's get to uh, let's get to the tweets. Huh? We'll get through the tweets pretty quickly here, and uh, we'll see what's going on. Oop, not that one. This one. All right. Let's start off with uh, let's start off with some gentlemen right here. We got uh, Mr. Adam Driver showing him uh, as uh, Enzo Ferrari right here and Michael Mann's Ferrari. Looking forward to this movie. Look at that stud right there. Look at that stud. He's a stud. Can't wait for that movie. And then look at this stud right here. Still filming his movie. Is he the DP? 
I'm, I'm thinking he's taking a page out of Zack Snyder's book. Is that what's going on here? I hope so. That's pretty cool. But yeah, look at that. Look at that stud David Ayer right there, which we have to help. Put all the bullshit aside. We have to help this man next month, of course. So, uh, all right. What else we got? Uh, yeah, that was a fun one. Uh, hey, here, here we go. We got, um, yeah, we got Zoe, uh, Zoe, Sophia Batella right here rocking that uh, Rebel Moon haircut. Yeah, we all figured it was going to be short like that, but yeah, so there you go, rocking that. That's pretty much what she might be looking like right there with that haircut. I like it. I dig it. And then there's our boy. There's a boy right here. I know I, I watched the episode, and uh, you know what? We talked about it in the Vox stream, so, you know, I mean, it was fine. I enjoyed seeing Charlie Cox again. He's so damn likable. So I know it's not the same tone as the Daredevil that we once knew, but hey, uh, you know, what can you do? What can you do? And then Craig Zabel, Zobel, definitely going to be uh, directing the Penguin series where I talk about that. And then I love this. Nicholas Holt in talks to join Nosferatu. And then, of course, it actually happened. So, you know, this is just in talks. I retweeted this, but he actually did. He's actually going to be casting Robert Eggers, Nosferatu, replacing Harry Styles. Thank Jesus. All I had to heard, all I had to hear was uh, replace Harry Styles. Yeah, I don't like Harry Styles that much. You haven't gathered that, but yeah. <laughs> and then first reactions for... Um, Black Adam is going to be happening on October 12th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So that's right. It's going to be happening in two days, two nights from now. That's right. There's going to be reactions to Black Adam. That shows confidence. They're not holding off to the night before. That's pretty good. It gives a little confidence right there. Just saying. Just saying. 9 p.m. October 12th, Eastern Standard Time. So, I mean... That might be, that's Wednesday, so maybe we'll be doing a live, uh, live, I'll be doing Film Junkie Live, we'll uh, cover the live reactions right here, right here on Film Junkie Live, so make sure you guys click on in, click on in. That's scary, you don't want to see that, you know, you don't want to be walking around the warehouse and see a Chucky missing out of the box. Scary. Hey, look at that, some art right there from Kaibar, uh, Kaibar Arts, doing some beautiful art right there. And then uh, we talked about this, yeah, yeah, Black, uh, we talked about um, how uh, Dwayne Johnson was, of course, working out. When does he not work out? And he was talking about how he uh, watched Black Adam again. He loves it right there. And he was basically hinting on on Superman. But uh, KC right here, we talked about on the Vox stream that he, I, I, I gave him the idea to, like, dude, put, like, the, uh, the Hans Zimmer Superman theme and make it, like, swell up and then do it. And he did a cool little edit right here, which, of course, is just going, like, crazy with it, which is good. Good on KC. And then, of course, this was the new look right here. I think this is the best picture we got right here. When it comes to Dwayne Johnson as Black Adam, used it for, uh, of course, the uh, thumbnail tonight. So, you know, I just really digging that, really digging that. And, uh, yes, my pointer was right on his uh, bulge. Uh, that was a mistake, or was it? Or was it? Uh, we got VHS 85. It's going to release in 2023. Apparently, there's VHS 99 that just came out. I need to see it, or I watched the trailer. I love the VHS movies. I love those. Those are perfect for the horror season. I, I probably do a rewatch of all of them, you know, but Scott Derrickson, some of the, uh, you know, and uh, David Bruckner and a lot of these different directors that you might have heard of are actually directing segments when it comes to VHS 85. So very much looking forward to that. And then this made me uh, laugh right here. 
The Sandman creator Neil Gaiman discusses his work being labeled as woke, saying that's just called treating other people with respect. That's right. People are calling the Sandman woke. But um, I mean, come on. Do you see the uh, really you're going to call the Sandman woke? That made me laugh for different reasons. First off, I'm tired of hearing about woke, 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 but you're calling the Sandman woke. Okay, so yeah, just had a little laugh about that. Just a little laugh. Uh, Scott McClellan right here had a uh, DC Comics music, uh, music film appreciation tweet for all these uh, filmmakers right here. I forgot, I forgot that Stephen Price did Gravity and won, won awards for that. My God. Uh, but yeah, Lorne, Mr. Lorne Balfe. Apparently, there was a hate from the Snyder community saying that there's copyright when it comes to Junkie XL that happened over the weekend. Again, something that does not need to happen. I don't, I'm just over it with some of these guys, these people that just want to go after all this shit. We'll talk about it a little bit more, but my God, man. Like that, that was my tweet right there. Like, are, is this really happening? Is this really happening? You're going to go after the Black Adam composer because you're trying to destroy anything new DC? It's not going to help anything. It's not going to help. It's going to make things worse. It's just so funny. And then Mr. Balf actually uh, had this right here to say. He said, I started, somebody asked him how he started off. He said, I started off as a run, uh, runner assistant at his studios, talking about Hans Zimmer. Tea and coffee making wasn't my greatest skill, though... Yeah, though, and I started helping some of the composers there with arranging drum programming, etc. Had the privilege to work and learn from Hans for 15 years. This guy is, you know, somebody who worked with Hans Zimmer, and you're going to throw shit at him. Okay, that doesn't make sense. This man is making some good music. I'm digging what's been coming out when it comes to the Black Adam score. Leave him alone, please. My God. It's just getting ridiculous, I don't know. but but hopefully it's just, it's not the majority of the fandom. That's what's good. It's that small vocal minority, sadly. Uh, M Night Shyamalan, he's got a new uh, yeah, he's already got a new date for his new thriller that's going to be coming out after the new one that comes out. So that's good. He's already setting it up for that. Hopefully it's good. I know it's a little iffy sometimes when it comes in, but hey, what can he do? What can he do? Um, let's see what else we got here. Uh, yep. Um, of course, if you guys are, uh, want to tune in, of course, on Saturday, me and Scott McClellan will be doing, uh, on October 5th at, uh, 7 PM Pacific standard time. We're going to be doing a full on Batman, the Fanimated stream special event, totally talking about Batman mask of the phantasm. So that's going to probably go on. It's going to go on for probably at least two hours talking about that and geeking out about that. You know, because obviously we do episode by episode. We're done with season one. Now we're going to be doing Ma uh, Mask of the Phantasm. So click into that, please. Click into that. So, and then, of course, appreciate all the tweets. We're trying to get David Ayer, of course, on the, uh, the Vodka stream. That would be nice. Of course, I'll talk about some of that. Talk about the trip and all that. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. This, uh, you know, this is both heartwarming and heartbreaking right here. Um, at New York Comic Con over the weekend, Michael J. Fox and uh, Christopher Lloyd had a nice little reunion. And uh, I don't know if you guys saw the video, but here it is right here. Man. 
Yeah, I mean, it's like, again, heartwarming and heartbreaking because, you know, Michael J. Fox not doing, you know, the Parkinson's has uh, progressed. And, uh, you know, he's he's struggling a little bit, but I, you know, but I give it to him for still making the appearance and giving that effort, man. But Jesus, man, talk about, yeah, talk about hitting you in the heartstrings, like double time just with that. It's, it's difficult, but, you know, power to him, man. He's still still going out there, still trying to make those appearances. And, uh, yeah, I tell you, that was uh, that was good to see. Good to see. Good to see. And then, hey, look at that. Henry Cavill taking a picture. Look at that hair. He's even got a little spit curl thing going on right there. Yep. Yeah. That, might, that guy's still very much in Superman shape. Uh, eight years ago, Whiplash released in theaters. This is one of my all-time favorite freaking movies. If you haven't watched Whiplash, do yourself a favor. I love this movie so much. It's one of my all-time favorite movies. Ugh. Love that movie so much. We got the Flash film news. Which again, I know that was uh, part of the uh, one of the one of the topics being discussed uh, on that Twitter space. Which uh, you know, again, it's like, well, if you know where the information's coming from, you trust it even more than scoopers. Uh, Post Batgirl cancellation, many wondered about Michael Keaton's future in the DCEU and whether his story changes in the Flash. We can confirm Keaton's story remains as originally scripted. So there you go. Apparently, that's all happening. Still, still happening. Keaton's still fine. Uh, just it's it's all it's weird what's going to be happening with the rest of the stuff. Like I said, these clips came out, but I don't trust uh, I don't trust Warner Brothers and uh, YouTube, so I'm not going to uh, I'm not going to react to them right here. But I, I'll probably uh, I'm going to be doing some videos and just posting on the Patreon. So uh, if you want to subscribe, do that. But you know, no big deal. And then we got a new um, we got a new behind the scenes image right here for Black Adam and hey, Miss Jennifer Holland right here, all court. There she is. There she is. And I know some people were uh, upset about this, and I'm just going, okay, whatever, just be upset. I mean, you knew Amanda Waller was there. Did you not think that they were going to continue with, like, uh, her? We already actually heard this from Steve G. You know, he actually said, he actually broke the news that she was going to be a part of it. So, I mean, she's going to make an appearance. I mean, she's probably going to be just a little cameo, one scene, whatever the hell. I know some people are just like totally just like, oh, my God, boo, oh, my God. And then even the response, there was like a whole Twitter. There's a whole thread of just back and forth uh, that was happening underneath. But it's just like, okay, you don't like it. Fine. You know, you don't have to. It's okay. I know. I enjoyed Peacemaker. That's just, you know, some people did. Just what happened. So, yeah, she's very much a part of it. Very much a part of Black Adam. She's right there. She's probably going to have one little scene. She's a badass. I'm just saying. She's a badass. So nothing wrong with that. But yeah, it's all going to be connected, guys. It's all just going to be connected. The new and the old. The new and the old. And then speaking of box office, or I didn't really talk about box office, but box office has been very nice to horror movies. My God. Okay? I love it. You love to see it because the box office has been struggling to get back into, you know, to get back to where it was once before the pandemic. And horror movies, everybody are just loving original horror movies right here. We got Nope at 123 million. We got The Black Phone, 89 million. Scream, which is not original, but still made uh, made an impact, 81 million. And then uh, Smile, uh, 50.7. And then Barbarian, 36.5. What's great about it is a lot of these movies, I don't know how much the budget for Scream was, probably a little bit higher, but probably still low. These budgets are low, and they're making some good fucking scratch. Gotta love it, man. So good on horror movies. 
You gotta love to see it. More horror movies. But you don't want to see this. Uh, we talked about the whole Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie thing, and uh, somebody tweeted this out, and uh, this is more proof that uh, Brad Pitt, not exactly the guy that we thought he is, and kind of a douche maybe, because apparently one of his kids, Pax, was. Happy Father's Day to uh, this world-class asshole. You, time and time again, prove yourself to be a terrible and despicable person. You have... No consideration or empathy toward your four youngest children who tremble in fear when you're in when you're present. You will never understand the damage you have done to my family because you are incapable of doing so. You have made the lives of those closest to me a constant hell. You may tell yourself and the world whatever you want, but the truth will come out will come to light someday. So happy Father's Day, you fucking awful human being. Oh, my God. That's bad. That is bad. That is uh, from Pax, apparently, um, one of the children for from these two. And then he uh, posted this right here when it came to Happy Mother's Day to this amazing person. Yeah, so not looking good for Brad Pitt. When you, one of your children's posting that, maybe that's not good. I don't know. More to come, but yes, apparently that happened. And uh, yeah, not looking good. And the sad fact of the matter is talking to, uh, you know, friend uh in the business he has said that Pitt's not the greatest person so yeah i it, you hate to hear it because i love i always loved his movies and whatnot and uh so there you go not too good i don't know what does kid make it public i know why would it make it public who knows but uh you know that thing's just gonna really make a that's just gonna continue on and uh whew, that's rough Oh, here we go. This is good stuff right here. Hugs, hugs, hugs from these two. Well, you know, just to come off the whole pit thing to that. We have a little poster right here from Joss L. Edits. Really good stuff. We'll talk about that, of course. We don't need to talk about that. Here's something from Michael Keaton, Batman right here. Art from Ryan Lang, of course, from 89 Batman. Gotta love it. Uh, Kenneth Brenna led Hercule um, Perot. Uh, Paro, I forgot how you say his name, movie is officially in the works based on the, uh, uh, Chrissy's The Haunting in Venice. So we're going to get a third one from that, which I enjoyed actually, Death on the Nile. I'm not going to lie. Okay, this is fucking weird, guys. This is weird. Um, this happened at the Mexico City premiere of Black Adam. So they, they passed the baby through the crowd to, for The Rock to carry the baby on stage. Now, nothing against The Rock, but this is just like kind of strange. Did you guys see this? What is happening? What is, what? I mean, I guess what? Uh, it's just. I, what? That, that, that baby crowd surfed to get to the rock. Crowd surfed. Okay, it wasn't just like the mom was like, here you go, or the dad. It was like crowd surfed, like, whoa. That was just like, I don't know. To me, it was a little strange. A little strange, but what can he do? You know, I don't know. It's just me. <laughs> so I'm like, why? Yeah, why are you bringing a baby to the premiere? I don't know. A newborn. Oh, yeah. Anyways, and happy be. Uh, <laughs> happy uh, birthday to uh, Michael Giacchino. Giacchino, who's 55 years old, of course, who uh, who's done many scores, but recently, of course, did the Batman. I think he did Thor: Love and Thunder. And then, of course, we have Jennifer Lawrence saying she uh, she had fun doing uh, franchises. 
but she'll never do it again because uh, she, her, she, I'm too old and brittle. She's like 32 or something. She's not too old and brittle. She just doesn't want to do them again. Obviously, she was, she was part of the Hunger Games, and then she was part of the X-Men franchise. And uh, just say you don't want to do them again. It's fine, Jennifer. You could just say you don't want to do them again. I still wanted to come out on what exactly happened when it came to Mystique, Raven, whatever you want to call her. You know, they you go by either one. I still want to know what happened with that character because first class in days of future past awesome the character was freaking awesome full body makeup everything like that you rocked it and then it started slipping in apocalypse and then they didn't give a shit about you at heart you know or you didn't give a shit when it came to dark phoenix because that makeup was half ass to the max so i kind of want to know what happened there like, why was that? I mean, I get it. It's a lot of makeup. It's a lot of stuff like that. I get that. But you're getting paid millions of dollars to do that. It's like, you know, at least, I don't know. Was it in your contract? There was rumors that was the case. I don't know. But, yeah. I don't know if anybody uh, in the franchises would want to work with you again. I don't know. You know. But I enjoyed you in that, uh, you know, the sky is falling movie, whatever. You know, what was that called? You're fine in that. But still, there you go. She's not going to do franchises probably anymore because she's old and brittle. No, no. I think it's because uh, you didn't like it. Anyways, okay. So, Damian Wayans and his son are actually going to be in a sitcom, so that's going to be cool. Love Damian Wayans. Damian Wayans Jr. as well. Good stuff. So, there you go, guys. There are the tweets right there. There's the tweets. So, how's everybody doing? Good. Everybody's doing all right. My point exactly. Hours of makeup not worth millions. I know, right? Pay me all you want. You can you can turn me into whatever you want me to turn. You can turn me into Shrek, a live action Shrek. I will gladly do it if you're gonna pay me a million dollars. I'm sure it's I'm sure it's a pain in the ass, but at the same time, it's like, geez, I think it just kind of got to the point where it's like, I'm Jennifer Lawrence. Don't need to do this anymore. I don't know. I'm just just speculating. It's all just speculating. Should I say exclusive? No. Um. All right. Let's talk about uh, some Black Adam. And uh, let's talk about this uh, recent uh, interview that um, that uh, Mr. Dwayne Johnson had. And I mean, it's going to get to the point when it comes to all this. Every interview with Dwayne Johnson, every interview with Dwayne Johnson when it comes to Black Adam, which we're going to be getting like crazy, every junket, every little thing, they're going to ask about Superman. You can't avoid it. Everybody's going to ask about Superman. So now, Dwayne Johnson, being the professional that he is, which he is, he is, uh, he's going to answer it and he's going to do, he's been doing a good job so far, I would say. I know maybe not everybody, you know, when it came to Comic-Con, people were like, oh my God, boo, you know, whatever. But he's going to get asked the Superman question with every single turn. Okay. So this is of course from, uh, Jake, Jake's takes right here. So let's uh, go ahead and listen to this. Yep. Do I have the, uh, nope. Got to get that on. Boop. There we go. All right. So let's listen to this right here. About listening to the fans. Um, what does that fight look like in your mind? And who lands the first punch? I think Black Adam lands the first punch. Now, I don't know if Black Adam lands the last punch. Mm-hmm. Uh, because Superman, I grew up a DC boy. Superman. Didn't we all? I love Superman. I loved Superman. So I. And I still do. Me too. Uh, clearly. Clearly. <laughs> you have a filmmaker's vision, though. You understand what makes good movies. Is, is this is the scene already built in your mind? Is it raining? Is it sunshine? Like, yeah, can, skyscraper. Can you see it in your Sorry. mind right now when you think about it? <clears throat> Jake, I could see things so clearly 
uh, on how that scene looks like, what that scene looks like, what the film looks like, what the next three films look like. Now, whether or not that comes to fruition, uh, that always helps when you have that kind of clarity. But here's what I do know. Mm. Listening to the fans when I was wrestling mm -hmm. uh, always led and guided me, just like now. So for the past 10 years, as I was pushing Black Adam uh, up this hill to get made, uh, for the past five, six, seven years, yeah, more than that, I was also listening to the fans mm -hmm. at the same time. Where you have Black Adam, we will create Black Adam for him to be the most powerful and unstoppable force on this planet. The most powerful and unstoppable force in the entire universe has been on the sidelines for too long. For too long. For too long. All right. So, I mean, good. He answered. He answered perfectly, I would say. And I love the fact that he's talking about the future. Talking about the future. Talking about the future. Remember when we heard about the whole rumor that eventually it might lead to a possible like Justice League versus like, you know, Suicide Squad and then versus Black Adam. Of course, it wouldn't just be Black Adam, but it's going to, he sees, the, he hears the people, everybody is like clamoring for them to fight each other. Now the fact that we know that he's going to be in it, and I love that Dwayne Johnson's going like, all right, I'm just going to talk about the future. Talk about the future when it comes to this, because everybody's all excited and he's seeing that. He's paying attention to social media. His people are totally paying attention that we all know that Henry Cavill Superman is in there. So that's why when it comes to people talking about boycotts, don't want to see it and everything like that. If you want to see, I mean, I get it. It's not this, It's not Henry Cavill coming back on their terms. But at the same time, if you want any kind of still a continuation, this movie needs to at least be somewhat successful. Because if we're going to get anything and keep that Snyderverse foundation, yeah, it's going to, we have to like, but I'm not going to force anybody. At the same time, I'm not going to like tell, like, oh, yeah, if you don't want to see it, you don't want to see it. It's fine. But I'm just saying, if you're trying to get other people, trying to make a campaign to boycott it, probably not the best idea. Probably not the best idea. Because, I mean, if this movie doesn't do well and it's got all this, you know, and Henry Cavill came back, they're going to be like, well, that didn't work. Reset button. Possibly. You know, that's the thing that I kind of look at and hear. And I'm like, yeah, when I'm talking to, uh, you know, people more in the know than I am. So I don't know. It's just that whole thing when it comes to that. You just got to be careful with that. You know, if we got, you know, Snyder fans that are like boycott, boycott, and then going after the composer, going after all this stuff. It's not a good look. It's not a good look. But luckily, 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 it's a um, small, small vocal minority when it comes to that stuff. But, you know, I mean, if, you, if, you, if you're not going to, you know, like I said, when I, when I ran the poll on YouTube, you know, there's still majority of people are still waiting. Fine. That's perfectly fine. You know. Um, but at the same time, I'm hoping that general audience, uh, you know, goes out to see it and everything. I mean, I already have my tickets. I'm looking forward to it with every piece of footage that we get trailers and whatnot. I'm getting more excited about it now that it's pretty much 100%, you know, it's 99.99999. Yeah. That Henry Cavill's back in it and there's going to be a continuation with that. I know people were pushing back against like what happens in that scene and talking about, oh yeah, Henry or uh, Superman working with the government, which was like another little gripe, which is weird. I don't know. But I'm just saying that if we're going to, obviously there's going to be the old and the new that's going to just kind of, when it goes, when, when the DCU, the future of the DCU going forward, is going to have the old and the new. It's just, that's just the way it is. There's going to be a blend. Okay. As much as we would just love for Zack Snyder to just drop everything he's doing 
which I, now I don't think any of us would actually love that. But, you know, if he comes back, which is always a possibility because you never know what's going to be happening over there at Netflix. Yep, he's making some epic stuff right now and everything's going good and stuff like that. And hopefully it continues on and he's happy and he's making the movies that he's building from the ground up. Sure, but you just sometimes never know when it comes to this stuff. We all know that Netflix has had their issues. So there might be a time where it's like, what? Can't make Planet of the Dead? Well, all right. I'm just going to go back over here and, uh, you know, maybe uh, make something continue on. It's not going to be exactly the same as what he wanted, but there will be pieces of it. And as long as they preserve the Snyderverse a little bit, they preserve it, not even a little bit. I think it's going to be at the foundation still moving forward. But yes, there's going to be other other elements. Obviously, we saw Miss Holland. It's going to be shown back up. And we got Amanda Waller. There's going to be elements of uh, James Gunn. It's going to be in there. Some, you know, some of that's going to be in there. There's going to be some new elements, but there's still going to be that, hopefully, that Snyderverse foundation that will still be there and still be preserved. Because guess what, guys? Cocksucker, Mr. Walter Hamada, is going to be probably out the door after the weekend. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be Monday morning. We're going to hear about Walter Hamada leaving. But, I mean, when it comes to getting... Henry Cavill, Superman back. Guess who was actually blocking that? The old regime did not want that. They wanted to move on. They wanted to hit that reboot button. They didn't want Henry Cavill to come back. He wasn't going to come back. You know, that's why, like, I also get upset when it comes to the whole, when it comes to the scooping game, too, when they say, like, oh, yeah, they scooped this, like, three years ago. Remember back in 2019 when they talked about Henry Cavill coming back and Black Adam? It's like, no, that deal happened in, like, July. Okay? It was not a done deal. It happened when all of a sudden the old regime lost its grip on the whole thing. Okay, And then all of a sudden when uh, Hamada was going to be out the door and everybody was going to be out the door, guess what? Then Dwayne Johnson was able to just go right in there and be like, all right, we're bringing him back. We're bringing him back. And he, you know, and he flexed his bicep and got Henry Cavill back. But yeah, it's not ever not, you know, the future of the DCU. It's not going to be exactly what was supposed to happen, of course, but as long as there's that foundation, there could be something that could just be, you know, preserved and still moving forward. Obviously, The Flash is going to have a lot of Snyderverse in it, too, and they are bringing stuff about that, too. Obviously, we heard about the whole Cavill being in that little scene with that, so... There you go. That's what I'm just saying when it comes to the future of the DCU and Black Adam. Set it up! You know, just continue it on. It's going to be a blending of new and old. It's just the way it's going to be, I think, you know? So, and then speaking of that, so when it comes to um, Black Adam and even, uh, you know, the DCU, so there was a TikTok. <laughs> they released a TikTok of scenes right here. The Black, uh, there was like a Black Adam TV spot on the DC Comics TikTok page that <laughs> was very interesting when it came to this. And I'm sure you guys saw this already, but let's talk about it. So here it is right here. Show it. We're here to negotiate your peaceful surrender. Let me know. Hey, Snyder-esque right there. What? 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 Black. <laughs> so wherever they're fighting, somebody has some posters of the Justice League in here. Oh, oh that's funny. So a little bit of, uh, so we got the flash right there. Slice. We got Aquaman gets gets the gets the mace to the face right there. So we got Aquaman and Jason Momoa is Aquaman, of course, right there, mace to the face, and then Superman, <laughs> his face on fire. 
Now, some people might comment like, oh, that's not, that's like comic book Superman. But remember, even in Suicide Squad, they had the other logo too. So let's not get into those semantics, okay? But okay. So, but yeah, so we got this right there. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. And it's interesting that they put that in a TikTok video. Again, it seems like now when it comes to the marketing of Black Adam, Dwayne Johnson, it's like, all right, show the connective tissue, especially show that Superman is very much in this world. Again, guys, old and new, it's just going to be blended together. I, you know, like, love it or hate it, but it's just the way it's going to be. You know, the characters that Snyder uh, created in this new kind of, you know, and, and cast and everything like that, it's just going to gonna melt into this uh, new kind of uh dc i guess you could say but yeah but there you go right there that's their way of i guess like injecting that into some of this stuff now who knows when that was all added <laughs> i mean we could all speculate on when if that was originally the plan or that was newly added you know we could all speculate on that who knows who really knows if that's the case but it might have been just like all right now we can do that again you just got to wonder who had the stranglehold when it came to connecting all that and, and keeping the snyderverse elements and it was the old regime it was your emmerich your sarnoff your hamada that were keeping that they were just they were like they were like no we don't want that we want to start over get it get out of there we were done we, remember the whole and with the plan uh sarnoff shit right after the zack snyder's justice league came out they wanted to just be like nope we're not continuing that we're going to go this whole new way but it they lost that power. Zaslav came in. He saw where the, you know, licked his finger, put his uh, finger in the air and said, we, he saw where the wind was blowing. So it's like, all right. So maybe that was added later. That could have been part of the additional photography or even reshoots or whatever the hell. So there you go. Some Justice League. And like I said, I, uh, I do not hate the idea that there's going, that's going to lead to a big movie that has multiple, that even has the JSA involved, maybe even too, when it comes to Justice League, maybe Suicide Squad, whatever the hell, that's going to be taken on like a Legion of Doom kind of situation with Black Adam leading that group. You know, like I said, they don't have, they're not going to be, you know, they're not going to be pumping out. They're not going to be pumping out movies and shows like they are over at the Marvel machine. They can't do that. So, like, you know, to pump some money so then you can make sure, like, the big tentpole movies are fucking quality, you know. That's that's what I keep on saying. All right. Now, speaking of WBD and Warner Brothers, yes, guys, uh, I, you know, I mentioned, uh, well, I mentioned on the Patreon first uh, that I was, in fact, going to be taking the, finally, you know, I've been living here forever, and I'm like, all right, I'm going to be taking the Warner Brothers studio tour because, you know, I mean, I, and I'm sure, I, you know, there's probably people out there that probably, hey, look at this shill, look at this WB shill over here, and I'm like, shut up, just because of the, just because of a team of dumbasses that effed up some cape shit movies and, you know, really did some, like, terrible shit you know you still can't the history when it comes to the studio it's like i still want to see that i still want to witness that and then of course you know obviously now there's light at the end of the tunnel so it's like all right let's go ahead and do this so uh, yes i went uh yesterday when it came to uh the wb tour let me see here let me find the uh the right spot to start on and i'll show you some pictures that i took uh, let's see more pictures. Oh yeah, so I did start right here. So here we go, guys. We're gonna see some pictures. Yeah, who wants to go on the tour next? Let's go on a big, huge group, film junkies. But here we go. So started off right here. The Warner family showing the Warner family, the brothers, the actual brothers right here. And uh, yeah, right off the bat, when you get there, you just get this uh, history right here, images of all the brothers and all the stuff and. Uh, you know, some all black and white images. Um, 
Yeah, the brothers right there. And then, of course, uh, some animation. Hey, there's Phoebe's guitar from Friends. Some television stuff. Hey, there's a little watchtower right there. That's what you get when you first start off, when you first walk into the place. But, yeah, it's really cool because the way that they do this stuff is, uh, you know, you do that, and then all of a sudden you get into... Um, you get into a, like a little theater room where you get a little backstory of Warner Brothers, you know, and they showed a lot of clips. And mind you guys, they showed a lot of Henry Cavill Superman. Just saying. I didn't see one thing of Christopher Reeve Superman, which was interesting. At least I don't remember. I don't know. And they ended the little, you know, reel with Henry Cavill Superman soaring up into the sky, by the way. Just saying. Um, but yeah, they were showing all kinds of stuff, clips from movies and stuff like, and everything like that. It was hosted by Ellen DeGeneres though. And I'm like, all right, you guys need to really update that. You really need to update that. Yeah. shouldn't have Ellen DeGeneres, uh, you know, doing that. Anyways, she was like on a green screen. It was kind of strange, but anyways, so got some more stuff right here. Walking in the rooms. Look at the innovation right here. Music, TV, uh, even comedy and, uh, you know, look at this Blade Runner poster right there. Clockwork Orange. Thank you, Mark Keller. These fans need to be supporters of movies and still, yeah, exactly. Stop the infighting. And then look at this right here. Apparently this is a real movie theater right here. And apparently they're going to be showing Black Adam right there. I know some people thought I was actually there to watch a press screening for Black Adam. I did not. I did not, but I took this on the lot right there so apparently they're going to be showing it right there according to the uh, tour guide they talked about that so oops and then here's a bunch of uh scripts right here that are just all piled up and which was kind of cool i thought that was pretty cool so snapped a picture of that and then randomly diablo was like right <laughs> it was right it was funny because when it came to suicide squad there was not nobody except for diablo was just like right here cool they have like uh the costume for diablo i was like all right took a picture of that why not? Uh, and then moving on, we got this whole storyboards of the Matrix right here as some of the stuff, uh, footage was playing right there, which I thought was pretty cool. Matrix uh, Reloaded to be uh, uh, to be uh, right right there. And there's some Batmobile stuff. And then, of course, <laughs> Mars Attacks. Had to take a picture of that. And then, of course, some Elvis right there. And then uh, the animation, look at this. We've got some Superman, of course, the animated series, and some Batman, the animated series right here on this. And then, of course, Justice League as well. So I took a picture, snapped a picture of that. And then, of course, hello, my baby, hello, my darling. You know, some of the Looney Tunes right there. And then, of course, uh, Hanna-Barbera. And then some Iron Giant and other stuff right there. So some animation stuff, pretty cool. Really liked it. But then it came to the costumes, the costumes. You know, I didn't take like a bunch of pictures on the back lot, but I will say when it comes to, uh, I mean, man, well, I'll, I'll get to that. But let's look at the costumes right here that I took pictures of. Of course, we've got Riddler and Penguin right here from the Batman. Pretty cool. Penguin doesn't have a head, apparently. Some of these mannequins just don't have heads. It's really creepy, like the Joker, the Heath Ledger Joker costume, standing next to the, everybody, chill, come on, cool party. What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. Yeah. So you got the full-on uh, Mr. Freeze right there next to the Heath Ledger Joker. Pretty interesting. So, And then, of course, the gates, uh, the uh, Arkham Asylum gates, which they're standing next to, which I thought, okay, cool. And then there's that sexy beast right there. So here's the entire Justice League. That's right. Their costumes right here. And then, of course, look at that beast. Fucking thing was huge. Huge. Bigger than everybody else. Bigger than everybody else. 
tactical suit Batman. They didn't have the BVS bat suit. They didn't have the Justice League standard bat suit, but they had the tactical bat suit. And then, of course, we have the uh, the uh, Justice League cavalry suit right there. So that was cool. And then Flash and then Cyborg right there, full on lit up, really cool stuff. And then, of course, we got Shazam. And then uh, we got, of course, Wonder Woman, her, uh, you know, Amazon. And then, of course, we got the uh, the Batman Catwoman, you know, the Batman and the Batman Catwoman right there, right there. And then, of course, we have the golden armor. I know some people are like, nah, you know, when it comes to Wonder Woman 84, I get it. And then, of course, Aquaman's uh, the Trident was actually over there. I haven't posted the video yet, but I took a video with the Trident. And then look at this. Of course, we have the Robin Robin costume with the Joker, you know, spray painting the ha 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 jokes on you, Batman. That is right there. It was really cool to see, like, actually in person and see, like, how it was all built and all the freaking imperfections and everything like that. God damn. Such a beautiful little costume, even though it was like a mess. It's great. And then, of course, the Dark Knight costume right there. And then, of course, the old school, you know, the Batman 89, which you guys know I love the freaking emblem. I'm wearing it on my chest right now. We got the Reeves Superman and then, of course, uh, the Wonder Woman, you know, from the TV show right there, Linda Carter. So good stuff. But there was, uh, you know, oh, man, I'd have to find it. I'd have to find it. Uh, let's see. I have to find it. Uh, let's see. Go back to the profile. Remember I showed you guys I posted it. Uh, where would I post it? I did post. Oh, yeah. I posted a couple more things right here when it came to. Well, bef before that, I saw the Jim Lee uh, statue right here. Did not even know. We went to go to the yard house, which is right back there for lunch before we were taking the tour. Totally forgot that the Jim Lee statue was just right there in this little plaza. So that was cool. I was like, fuck, sweet. Just was a surprise. Turned the corner. I was like, holy shit. That's where they put it. Anybody want to buy this for me? $300 in the Warner Brothers shop. That's right. Superman statue. Uh, of course, we've got the uh, Keaton cowl right there. But yes, I spy, I spy the black suit Superman. Apparently, they just recently added this, guys. Now, this is not the black suit, of course, from Justice League. It's the black suit from Man of Steel, from that nightmare scene. But they recently added this. Recently. Recently added. So that was, uh, yeah, the tour guy, one of the tour, one of the people told me, he's all, yeah, they just recently added the black suit Superman. So that's pretty interesting as well. That is pretty interesting. So there's that shot right there. All right, let's go back to some of the other pictures right here. Yeah, I took some other random stuff. Uh, did all that, you know, that I totally showed you that already. You know, some old stuff from Hunky Bogart and all that, you know, just showing some old things. Here's some Batmobile-ness. There's the Batwing. I, I posted a video, a short earlier, showing like this whole like, you know, the whole thing when it came to uh, Batman vehicles, really cool stuff, gadgets, everything. And then uh, you got the Exorcist cross right there. You got the 42 Jackie Robinson jersey. And then look at that ass. Look at that ass all right there. So that's pretty much it, guys. I'm not going to go uh, more into detail. But, yes, I saw the Big Bang Theory set. Took a picture on there on the couch, you know. And then, of course, when it came to the friend set, same thing, you know. Took some pictures on that, you know. Maybe we'll post them somewhere. But, uh, you know, took all that and then uh, uh, saw the Friends Fountain. But what's crazy about it all is, like, when you're on the back lot of this thing, and I recommend anybody who's in, in L.A., take the tour. It was like, it's not even, it's like, 50, it was like 58 bucks, I think it was, or something like that. It was not too not too shabby. But, yeah, take, take you know, take the tour. I mean, it's like 
probably like three hours that you're going to be on this thing because, you know, you do the back lot stuff. But it's just amazing when you see these sets that you recognize, you know. I mean, it literally, there was like a spot where we were like going through that was like that they shot part of Jurassic Park, the T-Rex scene. And you're going like, how the hell did they do this? This is very small. Everything is so small when it comes to certain things. And you're going, how did they accomplish to make this look like it was huge? There's just some, it's just kind of, it's amazing. It's amazing what they could do when it comes to doing this stuff. Because, the you know, the magic of like, okay, oh yeah, this is from that TV show. Remember, recognize that house. Yep, that's the house. But remember, it's like, wait a minute, that's that color. Okay, so this is a school, but you shoot it on this angle. It's a different kind of school. It's, it's just crazy. The magic, the magic of filmmaking, the magic of all this stuff. So I highly recommend it. I think, uh, you know, when it comes to the Universal Tour, yeah, it's cool as well. And it's like partially rides, but this is Warner Brothers. Kind of interesting. So highly recommended and uh, so much fun. So much fun. Had a great uh, time yesterday. All right, then uh, lastly... <laughs> T.J. Miller, T.J. Miller, not going to be in Deadpool 3, which uh, I don't know if anybody suspected him to be in Deadpool 3. You know, it's like, why do you need Weasel if you have Hugh Jackman, right? And um, well, and this was kind of funny because before the headlines came out, I listened to this podcast because I listened to uh, I listened to Adam Carolla's show and T.J. Miller was on there and they talked about working with Ryan Reynolds and all this stuff. And he starts going off about talking about a scene that they shot where they were kind of riffing when it came to him and Ryan Reynolds. And he like, apparently Ryan came off as kind of a douche and he was just like, yeah, I'm not going to do uh, Deadpool three. And then all of a sudden the headlines started coming out the next day. And I was like, Oh shit. I mean, you know, he knew that was going to happen. So here's from entertainment uh, weekly right here. It says Deadpool actor TJ Miller says he'll never work with Ryan Reynolds again. It's weird that he hates me. I love him as a comedian, but I think after he got super, super famous famous from the first Deadpool, then things kind of changed. I think he was like, see, you guys see? No, I think he was already famous before that, TJ. Controversial actor, comedian TJ Miller says he's not interested in returning for Deadpool 3 or working with Ryan Reynolds ever again, even if he were asked to... Um, after the, par, after the pair had a weird moment together on set. Miller, who played blunt bartender Weasel, is franchise's first two films and has been embroiled in multiple, multiple controversies, yes, over the years, says he thinks his former co-star hates him and recalled the time when Ryan Reynolds allegedly requested another take to belittle Miller in front of the cast and crew. As a character, he was, like, horrifically mean to me, but to me, as if I'm Weasel. Yeah, that's what he said on Anna Corolla. He was like, you know what's great about you, Weasel? You're not the star, but you do just enough exposition that it's funny. But then we can leave and go back to the real movie. Said all this stuff. So I'm not going to go over the, the everything. And he said, like, yeah, yeah, the cast and crew were saying like that. But I'm, from what I gathered and just, you know, talking to, uh, you know, my buddy in the business, he says, no, no, TJ wouldn't get invited back when it came to silicon valley he says that he quit apparently that wasn't the case either and again tj miller has been you know there's been some accusations recently you know there's been some stuff where it's like he's come out that kind of douchey i've heard the same thing so i'm just kind of wondering when it comes to all this because you never hear things about ryan reynolds of course but you've heard things about tj miller i don't know i you know what and i'm nothing 
against TJ Miller fully because I've enjoyed the stuff that he's been in. I mean, it's kind of funny because he we first got introduced to TJ Miller when it came to uh, Cloverfield. I think he could be funny. I've laughed at some of his stuff and some of his comedy, but at the same time, it's like, I don't know, a lot of controversies have come out since. And then all of a sudden, he just goes on, uh, goes on a podcast and just starts saying like, yeah, Ryan Reynolds doesn't like me and starts just making all these claims against Ryan Reynolds. That was interesting, you know? And then it's like, you wouldn't show back up for Deadpool 3. Are you sure about that? All the money that would come on that? I don't know about that. I don't know. From what I gathered, though, geez, I just don't know. I just don't know. I've heard nothing but good things about Ryan Reynolds when it comes to talk of people that in that world, not saying that it, you know, there can be some things, but I've heard bad things about TJ Miller. So I just don't quite think that I'm going to go with probably that more than the other. I don't know. Just when it comes to all that. So that's just me, though. Make your own conclusions. (sighs) Anyways, they had some good scenes, though, you know, back and forth. They riffed pretty well together. But uh, God knows. I don't think he was actually going to get invited back to Deadpool 3 at all. So I think TJ's just getting ahead of it. He's kind of getting ahead of it. Like, yeah, I wouldn't come back anyways. Bullshit. Okay. All right. Let's get to some Twitter questions and see what you guys have to say there. All right. Uh, Let's see. Anybody? Anything? Whoa, that's scary. Um all right, make sure everything's all good. All right, so first off, we got Eric and Blake. Yo, Dave, another uh, thing you missed over the weekend. A new scooper popped up out of nowhere claiming inside, say, um, uh, oh, guy with the hat is back, and people believed based on the Patty. Uh, Patty said way back about Warner Brothers. 3. Okay, yes. Uh, see, that's another thing, too. Uh, I, you know, and, and I did, didn't really mention it, right at the beginning of the uh, of the stream is the fact that a lot of this, some of this, uh-oh, are we good? Uh, I thought it was like, uh, you know, messed up a little bit there. Mm. Okay, is the feed good? Anyway, so, um, you know, it kind of all started because there's another scoop. Uh, I think you would call them, uh, we call this person. I, I think it's, it might be a woman. I don't know. NFT Scoopy, um, Nifty Scoopy, I would say. Um, it's the fact that that's where kind of all this started is that person calling them out. But you got, you got to be careful with, again, again, it's like you got to be careful with all this because, I yeah, I saw this today, too. It was kind of saying that, oh, yeah, Henry Cavill is all about Jeff Johns coming on board. He's all about the Boy Scout Superman, now, you know, not what Snyder wants. Got to be careful because some of these scoopies out there want to stir the pot. They want to stir the pot, and especially they know that they could stir the Snyder pot because, sadly, again, the vocal minority will, in fact, get all upset about it and start dogpiling and start saying all this shit. And that's why I just wish that, you know, there could be some control over there, but sadly there's not. There's no way that that's going to be the case. But, yes, I heard that, too, and then there was, like, a whole, like, thing when it came out about, you know— Patty Jenkins is still working on the Wonder Woman 3 script. I didn't even want to talk about that because I'm like, okay, cool. I don't want to report and talk about news about somebody still working on a script. You know, it's like, hey, I hope Patty is working on a script. I hope it's going to be something really cool present day and really have something badass. You know, bring it back to the more Wonder Woman 1 than Wonder Woman 2, Wonder Woman 84, I should say. You know, I would rather prefer that. 
But when it comes to Henry Cavill, guys, when it comes to Henry Cavill and when he comes to this scooper that was trying to say this and rile up the Snyder community because these guys like to do that and you got to be careful of that and just don't feed into it, is the fact of the matter is Henry Cavill is up for whatever right now. He just wants to be fucking Superman, okay? Does he, he totally appreciates Zack Snyder and all that. Obviously, that started his career. Zack cast him. Fairly unknown dude as Superman totally parlayed his career. And then who showed up at the reveal? Who showed up at the announcement of Zack Snyder's Justice League? Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill showed up. Okay. Henry Cavill would not be back as Superman if Zack Snyder's Justice League did not come out. So you can't tell me that he's going to do that. And with all the controversy behind with the with good old uh, dude with the ball cap, you know, GJ, GJ. Yeah, you're going to think that he's just going to be like, yeah, we're going to get Jeff Johns to write this script. Eh. I think he's just really just kind of open for whatever when it comes to a, a Superman script. He's been talking about it for the past few years. I wouldn't fully buy into this, okay? I don't think. I don't think we should fully buy into that. That's for sure. Tet. Hi, Dave. Hope you had fun at WB. What costume looked coolest in person? I've heard the Reeves suit gives people all the feels yeah um are you talking about the uh, the reeves chris are you talking about the um matt reeves batman costumes or the reeve or christopher reeves suit um uh, i would say the the best one was the tactical suit batman that thing was just crazy like you know it's just man it was just a beast that's why they put it right in the middle of all the justice league members just Big, huge, honking, freaking mannequin right there. It's just like, huh, the Chris, yeah, but the Christopher Reeves is good. But you realize that, man, it's just, it's just that. It's just the tights. And it's just, yeah, it was really cool to see. Like, almost missed it because we were like, all right, because I didn't want to do the Harry Potter thing. You guys know I'm not a Harry Potter guy. So we're like, all right, let's, let's uh, move past the whole Harry Potter thing. And, uh, you know, we didn't go to that wing of it. But then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, we saw the three, like, old costumes. So, yeah, I will say the Christopher Reeves one, yeah, it does give you the feels. It definitely does. And just seeing those early iterations of uh, of those characters really does, like, yeah. And seeing the Michael Keaton 89 one was really cool, too. Uh, Devon Wooter, hey, Dave, happy uh, Thanksgiving. Yes, happy Thanksgiving to all the Canadian people out there. My question, do you uh, think spoilers got to be leaked for Black Adam for the world premiere? And also, do you think Henry Cavill is going to be at the world premiere for Black Adam? I highly doubt it. I highly doubt he'll be there. I don't think that. Uh, Jacob had the drama last night with uh, my... With my now ex-fiance, but hey, positive vibes, sending hugs and good vibes. And you posted a video of somebody hugging or somebody petting a crocodile? What the hell is this? What is this? That's not a pet. That's not a kitty cat. What in the shit? What is going on here? <laughs> oh, my God. That is, uh, okay. What is going on? I don't know. I don't know what that is. Is that yours? <laughs> That's not your video, right? Oh. Anyways, thank you, Jacob, for freaking us out. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, Brad, thoughts on Johnson's listening to fans comment? 
on his involvement with DC. Also, did you uh, see the Violent Night trailer? Yeah, yes, I did. I saw the Violent Night trailer. It looks great. I can't wait to watch it. it looks badass. And uh, yeah, listening to the fans, it's good. You can only listen to them to a point, though. You can't listen to, you know, certain things are not going to be possible. Patton92, hey Dave, I just picked up the new hardcover uh, omnibus for Batman 89, the follow... Uh, the follows the returns written by the original screenwriter. Just wondering if you managed to catch up on it. And if so, what do you think of it? I actually enjoyed it. I've, I've been enjoying it. I haven't fully read everything, but I've read like the first four issues. Mr. Nobody. Hey, Dave, what is your box office prediction for Black Adam? Over or under 700 million. I'm going to. Ho- yep. Speaking of that, Monday Night Football, there's a Black Adam TV spot right there. That's yeah, happening. Um, so, huh, man, I know I'm going to right now. I'm still f- think it's going to be under seven. That's the thing. I still think it's going to be in the $600 million range. I hope I'm wrong. I really do hope I'm wrong. Yeah, I hope I'm wrong. I really do. But we'll see what happens. We'll definitely see what happens. But uh, right now I'm just still not confident, but maybe more buzz will happen in the next week and a half. To cause it to shoot up. I don't know. I haven't looked at my theater when I bought the tickets last week. There was, it wasn't like, you know, wasn't like there's plenty of seats. That's for sure. So we'll see what happens. Maybe as more stuff comes out, more buzz comes out and more Superman talk comes out. It'll get to a point where there's going to be a lot more, uh, a lot more uh, box office hype when it comes to that. But yeah, anyways. All right, guys. That's all we got for today when it comes to Film Junkie Live. Make sure you smash that like, thumbs up. Do all that. Appreciate you guys clicking in. Follow me on all the sock meds right there. You know, like I said, I might be doing some uh, Patreon stuff when it comes to clips. As the the clips come out, I I might do some reactions to those clips or whatever. So do that. Make sure you're uh, subscribed to the channel. Hit that notification bell so you know when I'm doing this stuff. Everything. All that. So, uh, yeah, do all that. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Same junkie time, same junkie channel. Talk to you later.